Vicious. Hello, welcome to the Rugby United podcast. This is an Easter Sunday special uh, as we look back at Good Friday, which was not a Good Friday for everybody. Uh, well done, Ben. So Ben's here, everybody. Ben's back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what you've been told before, Ben. Stop fidgeting. I did. I went to put my ball back and dropped it. That was my fault. Okay. That's, did you, did yeah, you need that. some attention, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mick is obviously with us as well. Hello, Mick. Hello. I'll try and be a little quieter. <laughs> yeah. We'll be loud last time because you sound quite crap last time. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll shout up a bit this time. I think we solve that, hopefully. Uh, so, yeah, 1-0 defeat on Good Friday uh, along with... Uh, almost as bad as other results could have gone. Uh, I think Wednesday and Wickham are basically irrelevant. I don't think we need to look at those too much. We need to be looking above us. Um, Wednesday, Birmingham won, which we'll come on to. Coventry lost, which was the only saving grace. Uh, Derby won, so that put that almost puts Derby almost safe. And obviously they had the Sunday afternoon game, which Huddersfield picked a point, which not far off, saves them as well. Uh, we'll come on to them. We'll cover the Wickham game and then we'll uh, chat about refereeing standards in the Birmingham game. So I think Nick's revved up for that one. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah. I think he might be. <laughs> um, 1-0 defeat. Uh, I had a message this morning, Ben, from the Millwall podcast saying if, if that he thought a draw would have been a fair result. Um, I'm a bit torn. What do you think? Uh, we did not deserve to get a, a lot from that game. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think they did either. They were not good. Uh, I, it was just. I think we definitely got told to like chill out on that, like with the pressing, because even oh, in the right. first ten minutes, we weren't even pressing at all. Yeah. And I think that probably took a bit. People probably calmed down too much. The subs, I, I, I'm still baffled by, to be honest, but. Yeah, I, I, I've thought about it from every angle and I, I don't know what the hell we were thinking, to be honest. In which sub? Hurst, uh, Flojo, uh, I, I don't see what the point was. Lindsay, why are we bringing on? We've already got uh, four central midfielders on pitch, so I'm bringing another one on. I, don't, I, just, I, I didn't get it. But I'm not a football manager. So. No. I, I probably agree with Ben there, Mick, about what we deserve from the game. But their keepers pulled off at least one world-class save from Mickey at first half, and we've missed a penalty, and we could and should have maybe had two more penalties. So from that point of view, we should have got something. It was a it was a dreadful game, wasn't it? It's was a dreadful, oh, God, yeah. dreadful game. Um, it was, and and we 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 talked about this when we like you said we, you've talked to the Millwall podcast. Um, we talked about it on their podcast. Yeah. The fact that because they play those a similar fashion, uh, a similar setup to us, that it was going to be like an under tens game, and that's precisely what it was. 
Mm. It lacked quality. They had a little, probably had a little bit more quality on the ball than we did. They were able to find their man better than we could. Um, but as, as, as a performance from both sides, I thought it was dreadful and a real dread, really poor advert for um, for championship. But you know, first game back after an international break, it seems to happen every time, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, I don't know what I don't know what it is, um, but I, I don't know whether picking up on what Ben said there about the lack of pressing from us, I don't know whether that was possibly a tactic because of the way that they played, you know, because they press high. Yeah. If we press high, then it's just going to be a tennis match in middle of the field, isn't it? So I don't know whether we tried to sit off a little bit and, and create some space. Either way, it didn't work. Um, it was just, it was just, it was just dire, dire to watch. But yeah. we have these, we have these games, don't we? Every now and again, we pull one of these games out of the hat and mm. I wish you'd leave it in there, to be honest. Yeah, well, it's one of those games. We've got twelve. We had twelve games left. That's one one out of twelve gone, and that was one of the games that pre-match you're sort of thinking: if we don't win this game, it's not end at world. It's away from home against a team we're tenth. Oh, that win puts them, we think, within eight, six or seven points, maybe eight points of the playoffs. Wow! Which gives you an idea of the league we're in. All it takes is a moment of quality. And to be fair to Jed Wallace, the finish for the goal was fantastic, wasn't it, Benny? He struck it as sweet as he could have want, could have wanted. Yeah, I mean, he hits it. Yeah, like you said, best could have won. And I still think it could have been avoided. But, mm. you know, every goal can. So, uh, you just got to move on, haven't you, really? But, yeah, I'm not, yeah. The person from Barla, so I, uh, I'm not happy with Yeah, we mentioned that, we mentioned that during the game. Barla is, uh, I think in the second half, I thought he got, he, he stepped into his, into the role much better. There was, Taking the last 20, 30 minutes, when we started to have a bit more possession, Barlaz would look better. But for probably the first hour, he didn't look like he could pass to his own teammate, mate. No, he didn't. He, 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 he had a poor game. He had a poor game, um, you know, for, for that very reason. You know, the, the, that, that role that he plays, that quarterback role, we just, he, just, he just couldn't do it yesterday. Couldn't find a man. Certainly for the first 20 minutes, half an hour, probably first half, all to get all, all told, really. Um, but you can't pick him out as being no. having a particularly bad day because for me, probably two to eleven, with the exception of um, of Johansson, everybody had a poor game. Nobody stood out. Um, you know, it was just it was just a poor team performance. Is probably a better way of describing it. Um, so yeah, well, I, I still don't think we got what we deserved from the game, but we'll come on to that. Um, I think we deserved probably more out of the game than 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 a draw, frankly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. You agree, but then you. I know. I just said <laughs> that was just a generic response, and I agree. <laughs> but I do not agree. I don't know. What, <laughs> you were the same game as me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's one of them that it, on another day we win that game. Yeah, comfortably. If that icky chance goes in, what we just—I think it was just for half time. If that icky, if icky goal goes in, mm. it is a completely different. It's the Bristol City game, and that yeah. first half went very much like the Bristol City game. It started off very bitting. The other team were in charge. Their captain even went off the same as they did against Bristol City, and then we have a chance just before half time. The difference is that the Bristol City keeper made an absolute mess of that chance, whereas uh, Millwall's keeper pulled up a stunning save. Mm. It was a world class save. 
that was the only difference between the Millwall game, Millwall game first half, and the Bristol City game first half. Although we were probably slightly better against Bristol City, I'm not. But that they, they're very, very comparable in terms of how the first half went. Um, as soon as we could be able to come back into it. Well, yeah, they shouldn't have even scored. I mean, going back to their goal, it was professional keeper getting beat at his near post. I know it's a good strike and all this. What's the? I'm not. I'm, obviously, I've said before, I'm not a keeper. What's the first thing you're taught as a keeper not to get beat at your near post? Never. You should never get beat at your near post. From what I remember, anyway. It is a bit more difficult because he's he's coming across from his effectively from his front post all the way across to his back post. I accept he shouldn't have been beaten, but it's not just a standard. Oh, he was he was still there. He he had to get across quite quickly. Like five yards. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it is harsh to blame Johansson for the goal, but I think he could have done better as well. Mm. He's, he's had time. It, it, the, the balls come right the way from from the other side. I think it was from a corner, weren't it? I think, we were a corner, or, yeah. or across from from a corner. You know, from from the time that ball's coming across, he could see where it's going. He could walk across to the other post, sit down, have a fag and a cup of tea, and still have time to stand up. So I think his his judgment there, and it, like I said, it's being harsh. I know it is because it was a fantastic strike, and it would have still taken some stepping had he been in the right position. But, you know, it is what it is. You can't... Yeah, he made a mistake. I think he's made a mistake in terms of his positioning. However, you know... I think Barlas has got... If Barlas has sprints out to him, I know he's not the quickest guy, right? He's probably, you know, Mickey, Mickey, you could probably outrun him. You know what I mean? But yeah, probably. He, he's got a... He's jogging. Like, come on. He's jogging I, I, I think he got caught ball-watching as well. Mm. I, I, think, I think Wallace was Barlas's man. And I think oh, he's yeah. watching ball and, and Wallace yeah. has seen that and seen a bit of space. And I think whoever was under ball misjudged it as well. But I think that's to do with the wind. I, th- I yeah. think the wind played a bit of havoc yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, listen, it's a, it's a great finish. It's, it's yeah. a great, great finish. And, and we are really, really nitpicking here. You oh, yeah. know, looking to find... We, we sort of we fall into that trap of looking for somebody to blame for stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, always yeah. just someone to blame, but... Yeah, yeah you know. The if everyone does, job, if everyone does the job, that don't go in. Barlas has sprints out and the hands in the right place, it don't go in. I know it's harsh and very, very critical, but they have I to don't be, blame don't Barlas for not pressing the man because what Barlas did was he protected the goal. He didn't go to the ball. He put him. He tried to put himself between the goal and the man, yeah. which I don't have a problem with. The, but so the strike was jogging, that good. That it, the jogging that does it mean. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. That's the one thing that anyone can do is sprint. Not everyone has the football smarts to do what Barras did, but to, to jog is inexcusable. Yeah. Can, uh, can I yeah. just bring you back to a, a comment that you've just made there, Ben, that I'm going to be using in a bit if everybody does the job? Yeah. Just bear that in mind. Just bear that in mind. And, 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 and if you're listening or watching, bear that in mind. Make a mental well, note of that. Um, um, there are four key decisions in this game for me um, and we're going to talk about the one that went our way first and then come on to the other ones because I think uh, the first one the first one is actually the last one the penalty uh, which we got given uh, there was two players I can't remember the names number five and number three that basically oh, not quite sandwich smithy but number five came in and won the ball for me it was number three the player came to the back mick of yeah. smith basically pushed him over yeah. uh, and for me 
and Ben doesn't disagree with this. But for me, number three has caused the foul and rightly given us a penalty for that. Out of the decisions that you're going to be talking about here, it's it's the least uh, least of a penalty out of all three of them, if that makes sense. That doesn't make yeah. sense, but you know what I mean. It's yeah. less of a penalty than the other two. Um, but I think it's still a penalty. You know? Ben? Um, is I've just watched it then and now. <laughs> no, I mean, if that happens in a game that you're playing with your mates, you don't even you carry on playing, and you genuinely don't even think about it. That's I don't know. He's six foot. What is he? Six foot four. He's took about ten minutes to get down, so there is clearly no one pulling him down. Maybe he has though. You've got to look about the, the actual reality of the situation. I think it's soft. I think it's poor from Smith. Either that or he's the most unbalanced athlete I've ever seen. Which we know is not the case. Which we know is not the case. So, no, I'm not having that. I think that's weak. I think it's poor. I think it's soft. Where's that? And the other, we're going to come to this in a minute, but in terms of all three penalty decisions, where does that, is that the most, the least, or the middle of the decisions? Probably middle, to be honest. I think. Cool. So, on the penalty itself, Michael Smith took the second penalty in three games. Uh, This is the second game, second penalty is missed. In three games, um, I don't think it's a terrible penalty. It's hit it hard, but I just think the area it's hit it, it's hit it into. If the keeper goes the right way, the keeper does save it. It's a big, strong hand. Um, I know a lot of people do have issues with it, Mick. But do you have any issues with him? Number one, taking the penalty. Number two, obviously wanting to score the penalty, but it's football. These things happen. That's my that's my thinking. Anyway, the, for me, this is this is quite simple, isn't it? Uh, he's taking a penalty. He's had the balls to stand up and take a penalty despite missing his last one. Uh, and he's missed it. Player missed penalties. Everybody who's taken a penalty professionally has missed one at some stage. I don't think anybody's ever had a 100% record. Players miss penalties. It's as simple as that. So we've got two choices as, as supporters now, haven't we? As a whole, we either say, unlucky, move on. Or we go down the let's sack him route, you know. Let's stop him taking penalties. Let's stop him taking shots at goal. Let's stop him doing. You know, I mean, it, it depends which route you want to go down. He's had the balls to stand up and take it, Annie. Yeah. End of. He's missed it. We move on. Yeah, and, and if anybody does want to play the play the blame game, then there's plenty of blame to go around. Because if you want to say yeah. Smith shouldn't have took it, yeah, well, all right, well, staff shouldn't let him take it. Somebody else on the pitch shouldn't let him take it. Well, it's, this isn't Michael just, Smith's fault. Sure, yeah. If, if you're going to go down that route, which we're not, this, you could blame everybody, couldn't you? Yeah. Well, you're going to say, yeah, Smith and Smith, yeah, I don't want Smith having any missed one. We're going to put it on bar last week, who's having his worst game for other than he's ever had. What are we going to. What, what, what are you, you, you going to do? Give it, give it George Hurst, who don't like a footballer. You're going to get. Who are you going to get? Yeah. You're handsome. Do you know what I mean? I think it's. I think if you've got a problem with missing a penalty, go out there and do it yourself. Right. Yeah. Miss one. Do you know what I mean? It's one of them. It's not like. You know, it's just not as easy as it looks. It's professional. When you're playing with your mates and Sunday league, then yeah, because the keepers aren't very good, and you, that goes in. You know, so that goes anywhere awesome. below League Two or League One. That penalty goes in. I don't care who they keep with. If you're playing below League One, that that goes in. I got no problem with penalty with the actual penalty, not the decision. The actual, said, penalty, actual penalty. You said that about your Anson ticket penalty. I'm sure there's a full thread on Facebook where somebody's actually. Genuinely, it appears, suggested that he should have took it. That's why these people on Facebook, isn't it? And they're actually 
I, I might have dreamt that. I don't think I did, though. <laughs> I don't think uh, I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, took, he's took a step up. Same when Freddie missed the penalty earlier in the season. Yeah. He, he were happy enough to step up and take it. I think the Freddie one's the worst penalty. But at the same time, it was just one of those things. Keep going the other way. Um, the issue with Smith was the penalty if we are going to criticise the penalty. And I think it's right to criticise when somebody, somebody does something wrong. Yeah, yeah. The way he took the penalty, he couldn't have, he couldn't have made it more obvious which side he was going to. No, no. You could, it, if you watch the replay, he, he looks where he's going to put it about four times and then takes it and puts it in. So that's the only criticism I may have on that, Mick. Yeah, well, like we said on live show yesterday, the only thing he didn't do, a point to goalkeeper where he were going to put it. Yeah. I mean, he did every, everything but that. But... Um, yeah, he missed it, didn't he? What are we it's doing there? We, um, we don't we? Yeah. Uh, another player who's coming for some flack is Richard Wood. Uh, he got sent off on about the hour mark. Um, he basically fell over and fell onto Jed Wallace's foot and then took him out, which which then leads to him falling over just outside the box. Uh, even if it's in the box, he gives a red card for that because he's not an attempt. He's not made an attempt for the ball. So either way, it was a red card. Uh, only a game banter. I see a lot of people worrying on, on Facebook and Twitter. For a, a professional foul, is only one game. Only violent conduct would count for three games. Uh, unless he, he... I don't think he's been sent off before this season. If, if it's your second red card, then you get a, you know, get an extra game for it. So he is only out on Monday's game. Um anyone worried about that. Ben, for me, it's textbook red card. What do you think? Uh, what else is he supposed to do? Uh the red, it's a red, it's a red card. It's a red card. It's just a football incident, to be honest. It's they mm. only said in racing incidents in F one. It's a football incident. It's not mental. Players not 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 played for it. It's a red card. Woody knows it's a red card. No one were complaining. No one on the team were complaining. Yeah. Record for me, and they were complaining about him saying it's poor that he's fell over. What did you use? What did you say, Matt? About people having a go at him? Yeah, people have had a go saying it. it, yeah. it, it well, him. People, people, the way I read people's messages and texts is that he, he meant to do it. He definitely yeah. didn't mean to trip him up. No, the thing is that, and people who are who are criticising him. Next time you fall over and trip yourself up, because I can guarantee everything <laughs> I've got in my, I can guarantee everything I've got, everything I've got. That next time that you will trip up in your life. The next time you trip yourself up, I'm gonna be there screaming at you, saying, "Why did you do that?" Yeah. <laughs> no, but it is, isn't it? It is, isn't it? You, you, you laugh at your but that's the reality of the situation. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. human. We're not robots. Like, Once understand- then, you've made a very good point. Clearly. I like it, Ben. Thank you. Impressive. It's, it, it, do, you see, do you think if he'd have trained his ankles better, he wouldn't have fallen over? <laughs> nah, that, I mean, come on. That, I stand by that sadly a thing a hundred million times and I would not take that back what I said about it because it's true. But, <laughs> okay. yeah. Um, the, the, the criticism, only criticism can come is that the player got in the position that he did pretty freely. Uh, I haven't watched the... I have watched the incident back, but I haven't watched it back to sort of see if there's any fault. But that, but if, if he's thrown goal, that's not just Woody's fault, is it? No, no, it's not. But yeah, yeah, yeah no. it, it, like like Ben says, it's one of those one of those situations that happens in football, doesn't it? And I I, I think he fell over Woody. I genuinely yeah. do. I'm, I'm, I'm certain he did. Yeah. Um, but you know, fell over, did it deliberately, whatever. Does it matter? It's it's, it's, no. it's mint imperial, really, isn't it? He gets sent off. His last man. It's a clear, clear goal-scoring opportunity. Hey, so, you say Minty Imperial? Yeah, I didn't get that. 
This is it, sweet. It's immaterial, mate. Uh, wait, what? Wait, that what? Why is that like what? Imperial. <laughs> People okay. of my age will know, will have heard that one before. Okay. Before we come into the other two penalty decisions, one positive from the red card, Mick, is that we didn't go weak. I know we ended up conceding the goal. Uh, I can't worry, because of the goal. We conceded after, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know we could see the goal, but the way we played, we didn't drop in. We didn't drop in the way we played. Our second half was better than our first half, and that didn't go down after the red card. It went up mm. in terms of performance. Um, that's a, that's a positive to take away. Uh, it shows we got it in locker, doesn't it? Uh, and it shows it probably suggests that we were kind of holding back a little bit mm. um, and not playing our natural game. And that's why some a lot of players were anonymous because you know they just weren't playing the natural game. So. Yeah, we, we we were all right after that. We we, we and we could have got could and, and should have got something out of the game, mm. uh, but we didn't. Well, talking of formation as well, one of the positives of playing a three-five-two or something like that is when you have a red card, you don't need to change everything. You all we needed to do was just drop into a flat four. Yeah. We, if you're playing four-four-two and your central defender gets sent off, you're having to change everything. You have to bring a striker off to put a defender yeah. on to change this that other. That's one of the benefits of having this system is that you don't have to change the, the entire system if something happens like that. Uh, that's one of the reasons I'm a fan. The 3-5-2. Uh, finishing off the referee talk before we talk about more performances. Benjamin, um, there are two penalties to talk about, both on Freddie. Uh, I'm going to let you have free reign over both of them. Um, talk us through what you think. First one is uh, the Smithy one again. Just uh, what you're doing. Like, come on. Like, would you do that? Like, the thing is, what I don't get, right, is you play sports, you play football, mm. you do all these things because you love the game, right? Yeah. Especially if you're in that level and you want to win, right? But you want to beat the other players, right? Why would you want to cheat? There's one thing in school when you're cheating because you don't really care and, you, you know, you're not actually interested in exams and stuff like this and you cheat just to think. When you actually enjoy doing it and you want to challenge yourself why would you cheat why would you do that i don't get it he's, he's he's dove in my opinion you can stand up and scream all you want that just furthers my opinion that he's you say all you want the second one's a nail done the first one is dove it's inexcusable like i said he's a big yeah. lad he's a big lad one tug he's not going to pull him down it will knock him over it, it, it uh, weren't even a tug he didn't step across him before he said that we're not having that I'm not having that. I, he, shoulder, he, he shouldered him. He, he stepped across him with his shoulder and he's knocked him off his stride. Freddie's going for goal. That ball he's, is bouncing he's, free. He's not getting he's there. He's, he's, he's not getting there. He is if he's not. In my view, he is. In my view, Freddie gets that ball if he doesn't get taken out no. there. No question at all. It's a shocking I, header from the defender. Puts his, puts his own defenders back into trouble. And that, that ball is going in back at net without any question. And that's why the penalty wasn't given. I'm telling you now, that's why it wasn't given. It wasn't given because that player made no attempt to play the ball. He were miles away from the ball. And if he if he gives a penalty, that player has to go. And that's why it wasn't given. I think the, now the reason he screamed up and shouted is because he probably could have got to the ball, but he slowed down to play for the foul. Then the foul wasn't given. So now he's screaming at the referee. Honestly, nah, he's poor, man. He's poor to appeal for that. I, I, I think, think... We, I, I, we, we've all seen people dive 
and you, there's a way when when somebody dives and doesn't get the penalty, they just sort of get frustrated. They don't get up and start running at the referee or running towards the referee. They just sort of stay sat down and players know if they've dove and don't get the penalty, they rarely kick off about it. Very, no. very rarely. Yeah. But if they could have scored, if they didn't dive, that's when they'll get annoyed. And then that's, I, I don't think it was a penalty. That's what I think he's done. But, you know. I think it's well uh, Second one, you think's a pen though, Ben? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's sort of the same with Woody, where he's just a big lad who can't change direction and he's just tumbled into it. I don't know why it wasn't a penalty, but, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's, which just makes it even more strange to me that the third one was given because that referee looked absolutely adamant that he didn't want to give a big decision all afternoon, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. And he didn't give the sending off, did he? No, he didn't line up. The linesman did it. The linesman did that. Oh, yeah. Uh, because if you look at the referee's yeah, body yeah, language, yeah. when that foul happens, there's a camera angle from directly behind it and, yeah. the, and the referee is doing nothing. The referee yeah. is not going to give that. I'm telling you now he's not going to give that. Without without the linesman sticking his oar in, um, so you know, for me, I'll be honest with you. For me, if if he's going to give that red card, he's got to give the penalties. If he's yeah. not going to give the penalties, he's not going to give that red card. That you've got to be consistent, and this is this is this is the whole point of this. This is the whole problem with it, and this is why I get frustrated. And and. The bottom line is, like you said earlier on, Ben, if people do their jobs properly, yesterday we either have three penalties or we finish with 11 men. Uh, no, I think I think you did an all right job, to be honest, apart from Ooh. the Freddy penalty. Referee, I don't see you give the red card. He didn't give the other penalties. I don't think there were penalties, in my opinion. I wouldn't other have given the one that was. Other than the one that you said there was. Yeah, I wouldn't have given I just wouldn't have. I saw I could see where he's coming from. We're going to come uh, away from Rother- to, to explain why I think it should be given a penalty. We are going to briefly move away from Rotherham United, um, and then we'll come back. We'll come back to the games. A couple of points of the game I do want to talk about. Um, Birmingham City played last night. They eventually beat Swansea City one 0 So thank you very much, Swansea City. We're doing us all a favour. We really appreciate that. More than, mate. More than guys. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the first penalty, but that was missed anyway. Yukovic hit it straight down the middle, and it was it was uh, it was saved. Now that, that can I just say that is a penalty that I would criticise, and I would be on Facebook criticising if I ever went on Facebook. <laughs> that is an awful penalty. To hit it down the middle is come on, man. Grow up. Yeah, if you if you're going to if you're going to if you're going to, going to smash it, it needs to be either just right a centre or just left a centre. To hit it banged out middle, you're asking for trouble. I agree with that. Oh, yeah. Um, but the second penalty, Mick. Um, I we're not going to talk about the decision. Oh, do you not see the first one? I answered the first. You can talk about the first one. Go for it, mate. I mean, it didn't score, so it doesn't matter. But go on. It's inexcusable. What it is is so the ball's in the air about what chest height, and they've both gone to kick it. The um, what's it? What they called Birmingham player has gone to kick it. The Swansea player has kicked his 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 spikes, his his um studs. Oh, I see. Like he kicked his, his studs, right, and then his other leg somehow gets taken out of balance. It must have got shot from somewhere. I don't know, or <laughs> you know, what I mean, he's some ghost must have decked him or something. Because I don't know why how that leg got up, uh, and then he goes down screaming. And it gets given, and it's like, are we even allowed to challenge people for balls and for the ball anymore? 
Or are we just going to say, nah, you have it, mate. I mean, it's not like you're in my own penalty box. Yeah, I've ball. Do you know what I mean? What's he supposed to do? Not go football? I don't... I, yeah. I don't get it. That wasn't penalty. No. And then the second one in the... I think it's bang on the 90th minute. Uh, the Swansea players bit, has fell over. It's very similar to the Woody incident in terms of the Swansea... The player has fell over. And as him falling over, me and Mickey I, th- I think he's touched the underside of the Birmingham player's foot. And the Birmingham player's gone down as if he's been tripped up. If if there was contact, and it's a big if, it wasn't enough to send him down. It wouldn't have sent him down anyway, shape or form. But this is what you talk about, Mick, in terms of people doing their jobs properly. Yeah. And consistency. You compare all six incidents, four in our game, two in the Birmingham game. How there's two penalties for Birmingham and one for us is just crazy. Oh, we we talk about the the EFL and the, the the national league and all these other talk about talk about the integrity of the league, and then they allow crap like this to go off every weekend, you know what I mean? And do nothing about it until somebody criticizes them for it, and then they fine them. That's what happens. Honestly, it absolutely boils my blood. This it really really does, because if those two, if either of those two incidents in that Birmingham game were penalties then certainly all three of ours were and there were probably five or six others for both sides yesterday at at, at Millwall you know what I mean it's an absolute disgrace and it's not a level playing field it's not I I, I, I just honestly it absolutely infuriates me that that second one for yesterday, the one that Birmingham actually scored and managed to get three points for, and managed to pull themselves three points further away from us as a result of, in my view, there's no contact. And even if there is contact, he's taken two steps before he's gone down, after the contact. Yet the referee cannot wait. He can't no, wait. Not. He's already pointing at spot before bloke's gone down. You know what I mean? It's it's absolutely outrageous. It is. They are they're a disgrace, these people. Utterly, utterly useless. Week in, week out, game in, game out. If people did their jobs properly, we would not be in the position that we're in now. You know, we go into a game on Monday against Wickham with a referee who doesn't know what two yellow cards is for. You know, it's the same referee that refereed our game against Derby who didn't send off... The, the the bloke who whatever his name was. I agree with uh, what you're saying with referees don't do the jobs, right? But if people do the jobs, meaning players, we aren't in this position either. So you cannot you cannot yeah. criticize agree with without we, we, saying players because if you players play well, referee decisions don't matter. Yeah, they so do. You, you, said that. you look at Reading right. game, both Reading games, Forest at home, who else oh. we play at home? But we've got, we've got another yeah, but this is decision. this is the thing as fans we can always sit here and criticise the referees, but when we go down, it doesn't matter. Like nothing's going to happen, nothing right. will happen. So what's the point of complaining? Just play better. That's the only reason. Because once it's all said and done, nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to do anything if the referees decision go our way. If the players do the jobs, we stay up. So you can't say it's the referees. I'm not, fault. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it, Ben. I'm not. Come on, I, I, come I, I get what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying. I do. I do agree with you up to a point, okay. But when you, if you look at the 23 people that are that are actually physically on the pitch, so the the two teams and the referee, okay, out of out of any of those jobs, the easiest one is the referees. Yeah. 
Definitely. It is, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Because, because, because it is as simple as that. It just is. It's black and white. Their, their, their decision-making needs to be black and white. Is it a foul? Yes. Is it a foul? No. Is it a throw-in? Yes. Is it a throw-in? No. It's black and white. They're, they're dis- there should be no discretion here. You can't bring discretion into this. Is it a foul? Is it not? It's it's simple. It is simple. The difficult part is the positioning and everything else and making sure you're looking in the right direction, which obviously seems to be very difficult for some of these people. Um, but it is the easiest out of the 22, 23 jobs that are on that pitch. And they can't get it right. They can't get it right minute to minute within a game, let alone game to game. And and, and it's just, it's, it's, it's unforgivable, it is. And you're right, nothing will happen. If we go down, if we go down, or when Wickham go down, when Wednesday go down, whatever it is, nobody will care. Nobody will care how many points have been lost due to the ineptitude of people who should be doing their job right. Excuse Nobody will care. And those people will carry on refereeing at the same level, pulling the paycheck every weekend and just causing grief and costing clubs money because the is, they're not doing the job properly. The, the issue is, Ben, and, then the, and the problem the way it comes to me is, if you're telling me that those two penalties unfairly aren't a penalty, I don't agree, but I can accept that. But don't go and tell me that both of them Birmingham penalties are penalties. Yeah, Because I, you can't. You I know. Have it, it, it makes right. It's not a level playing field. you got one referee at Millwall who did not want, and I, and I don't mind, he did not want to make a big decision. I don't really have a problem with that. But then you've got the same person three hours later who cannot wait to give a penalty twice. I, I know. That's, that's not but level. You, you, cannot, I mean? you cannot say it. I understand that. And that's, <clears throat> that's Paul, right? But to say that we lost or we've disadvantaged by three points because the referee's not doing the job, right? If everyone does the job, your Hanson saves it, your ball has to blocks down, Smith scores his penalty, Freddie gets a penalty. Uh, no, Smith scores his penalty. Who else had a chance? I can't remember. Icky, well, but, Icky, Icky, yeah, Icky gets whatever. Right, yeah. Uh, that's one nil to us. That's three points. Referee decisions do not impact us whatsoever, apart from apart the Birmingham from like two game. more penalties. Nah, I'm not buying that. But to but say... If you think about rules at Birmingham game, we, we should have had two more penalties. If you're using that level, if you're using that bar, we should have had two say, more penalties. I'm not that... I'm all happy for this, right? But to, if we use this as an excuse for the end of the, uh, use this to say if we go down at the end of the season and say, yeah, we've gone down because referees haven't done their job, that's an excuse. You can blame everyone all you want, but the players' fault. It's the players' fault. It's everyone at the club's fault. Nobody else. You've got to take full responsibility. To say it's anyone, anybody else's fault is ridiculously immature. Ridiculous. I don't agree with it, Ben. It is. It's always oh, his well, fault. It's his fault. It's his fault. No, you do your job. You score penalties. I'm not criticizing Smith scoring penalties, but you score penalties. You play well. You commit to the game. Right? We don't go down. So to say it's the referee's fault is immature. Immature. <laughs> it is. Right. Yeah, because you're doing that to them. It is. No. It's an excuse. Excuse. Uh, it's not. It's what not. Is it then? You know, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you for why. You know, it would be an excuse if. We'd had a couple of decisions that went against us during the season that cost us a point here or a point there. It, two or three decisions across the course of a season that went against us is reasonably what you should expect, what you can expect. 
but it's game after game after game and it's in, it's even in games that we're not even playing in you know what i mean it is it is literally probably every single game that's played in the championship every single week it's not acceptable and, and and i accept that referees are going to make mistakes i don't have a problem with that i understand that i know that i know and we as football supporters have to accept it but the level of the mistakes that are being made in terms of volume in terms of quantity the lack of any sort of consistency from one referee to another just beggars belief quite frankly and that is what costs us and other teams points okay by definition if it's costing you points it's costing you games no matter how many times you're flipping score goals it's going to cost you some points if you're not going to get the decisions you've got not going to get a consistency of decisions um, i'm not saying that we're in a position where we are because of referees that's not what i'm saying albeit we are because if we'd got the decisions that should have been given then we'd have had more points now so therefore we'd be in a better position but also had we scored more goals and conceded less we'd be in a better position i accept that completely but but this is a debate that that football fans have up and down the country week in week out in it game after game after game but for this for me this season just seems to have been it just seems to be off the scale in terms of in terms of incompetence because that is purely simply what it is incompetence i think yesterday magnifies it because of the incidents in our game and yeah. then the incidents in Birmingham's game it for us in the bottom in the, in the relegation zone it just magnifies the situation if you if you if, if you're if you don't know anything about football and you watch those six four or five incidents six incidents together then you then you would assume that they're either all penalties or non-penalties does that make sense they can't all be different things because they're all very similar yeah other than ours, i think i think ours are more penalties but <laughs> anyway that's 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 where we are um one final point on the game before we move on to weekend because we are probably going to run over again today as we do we talked about it briefly on the live show i don't know if you guys have thought about this it leads into monday's game um i thought freddie had a decent game but can Freddie and Crooks play in the same team and can you get the best out of them while they're both playing together? I, I'm, on, I'm now coming around to the opinion that I don't think they can play together and get the best out of both of them. Ben? Uh, I haven't given it much thought, to be honest, because I don't, I don't, I just haven't, uh, I don't know. Because they're very different. The thing is, they're very different players, mm. but they just—I don't know what it is. Right? I just—they are both. I don't know what it is. Smith just gives you something, and I don't—you know—I'm not a football expert. I don't analyze football, so I can't really tell you in detail what Smith does and what everyone else does. But you could just see it that it just don't work, and I don't know why. Because Smith maybe gives you that pressing. I don't know. I don't think they can. But I don't see how you can drop either of them, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah, I'm glad I'm not making decisions, to be honest. Mike? Yeah, I think the problem with playing two up front and having Crooks in your team is that it, it doesn't allow him to get far enough forward, which is where he's more effective. Mm. He's not a sitting holding midfielder, is he? 
Um, you know, he's, he, he is a he's a number ten almost. That seems to be the position that he seems to thrive on, or a false nine, or whatever you want to call it. Um, so I think it's a I think it's a difficult one. Um, you know, and and I wouldn't want to make the decision either. To, to be to be quite honest with you, the decision probably will make itself over these these next few weeks because there's so many games. Mm. Um, so it may well be that you know some players are swapped in and out during the course of these uh, during the course of April, um, and we don't have to. It, it becomes a non-problem, you know, because yeah. one week somebody will play, or one next week somebody else will play, or sorry, one day somebody will play, and then the next day somebody else will play. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so, uh, but I don't think they can play. No, I don't think it, it doesn't suit. The, their their styles are not compatible, to mm. me. Yeah, I agree. Um, moving on, we'll come on to our lineups. Get your, if you want to think about your lineups, how you think we're going to line up on Monday, we'll put the panel predictions out later. But we'll go through it in a minute. Uh, a couple of stats for Monday's game. Um, our record against Wickham in general is not very good. We've lost the last three home games against Wickham in a row, but and also sorry, we've only won one of our last ten meetings against Wickham, but that one was earlier this season. Uh, and as we all know, we only deal in doubles this season, and we could do the double over Wickham. So there are negatives in terms of our recent history against them, but there are positives in terms of our recent history in terms of this season. So it's going to be interesting uh, tomorrow. Um, a big milestone for Ben Wiles, it'll be his 100th game in all competitions, assuming he plays on Monday, uh, for Rotherham United. Um, it'll be Wes Harding's 100th senior appearance, and Barley's next start will be his 50th start for Rotherham United as well. Um, ben, are Barley's and Wiles going to start, do you think, or what's your lineup going to look like? I don't think Barley's should. I think... Uh, I... If I was manager, um, I would not pick Barlasa. I think his game was poor, uh, and with the running we've got, we can't afford to have a poor performance because you're tired or whatnot. You need to be on, like, like you need to be on. You cannot be slacking like that. It's harsh. I know the humans, but you need to look at the reality of the situation. And what is happening? Uh, I think Wiles should. I think Wiles. I love Wiles. I love his. Like, I thought he did well when he came on against Millwall. I love his attitude. You know, it's mm. it's really hard. I imagine so to, to get put in positions like left wing back and right wing back mm. and feel like you almost. I don't know what the word. Is, feel like you're you're like you're not really wanted. You're just there to play the position, which I'm sure it's not. But that I'm, I imagine you can sometimes feel like that. And to still play that position with everything you've got and well for I don't know what it's been now, he's been playing right back, left back, up front for two years or something, whatever it's been now. I just love him. I think he's a good player. I think he's gonna be one of the best players to play at our club. Uh yeah, I can't say enough about him. I think he should start. Even if you have to put him in net, I still think he should start. Yeah. He didn't start against Bristol City, Mick, because of a um a hamstring a slight hamstring issue. Which gave us a chance to rest him, but then he obviously came on the bench, off the bench, on on Friday. Friday again. Um, it's tempting to make wholesale changes from the outside. When I say wholesale changes, I mean four or five changes, maybe three or four changes with midfield and attackers. 
Um, would that be too much change? Do you think that's needed based on the fact that it was a below par performance? Is bearing in mind the options he's got to bring in? It depends how, how Wickham played, doesn't it? Hmm. It's got to depend on, on what, what we can extract from the game based on our strengths against what Wickham's weaknesses are. And that's that's how they'll approach it, won't it? So, you know, he might make seven changes, he might make none. I don't know. It's hmm. I, I, it's a guessing game for us all, really. Uh, depends, obviously, whether there's anybody come out of there with any injuries uh, yeah. from yesterday, from, from uh, Friday, sorry. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. Just on Ben Wiles and the interest of balance, um, if I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take the stance that some other people are taking that he's, he's not a very good player and he, you know he, he's only playing because he's from, only playing because he comes from Raw Marsh and I don't understand why people have got this massive loving about Ben Wiles because um, okay. he's not very good. I, I just thought I'd take the opposite, you know, the opposite social media stance. So uh, it, it, it's I'm just quoting a few comments from from some people. I love him. <laughs> I do as well. I do, absolutely, hundred percent, class um, act. Yeah. How uh, how are we feeling about the game? Because on Friday before the game, I was feeling really positive about it. They mm. put on Thursday, but I feel really positive. We're coming into this running off the back of the win, off a good rest. We've got all these games in hand. Um, I felt really down after yesterday's game, Ben. I felt it was one of the first times I genuinely considered that this might not be our season. We might be back. We might be back down again. Um, I suppose that's natural when we've lost. But what, how are you feeling before the weekend game? It's uh, a good question. That cheers, mate. I'll try. I haven't really thought about that to be honest. Uh, <laughs> you think about old? Yeah. But I don't really think about things like I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen anything yet to suggest that we'll go down. Uh, Barlas's performance, if that carries on and that spurs that like, team, it's bothered you, hasn't it? Yeah, because it's inexcusable. It's the one thing that you that anyone can do is work hard, and to yeah, uh, I haven't seen anything. If that spreads, then yeah. This this four game week or three game week, whatever it is, three games, eight, four games, eight days, whatever it is, this is going to test everybody. Uh, I'll be able to give you a better answer to that question after this this uh, this week. Everybody's reaction uh, to the game and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't, so far I didn't see no, but football in it. Yeah, I hope could happen, could it? Uh, I'm still confident we've got enough to stay up. Um, but anything could happen, and, and like like I've just had my rant about ten minutes ago, you know, part in all seriousness, part of what's going to happen is completely and utterly out of our hands. Mm. Um, so so some of the results of the games that we're going to play, the remaining eleven games, will be influenced by things that we can't control. Like what? Referees. And that's my issue. Come on, come on, come on! Yeah, you be. Come on, it, as a as a, no, I want to speak about this as a well, human, as a grown man. Yeah, uh, all right. <laughs> well, I'm not going to speak about it. Then I'm not going to speak about it. But yeah, basic views. Uh, no, I mean it is. It, it, I, I I was fishing a little bit. I admit, I'll I, I'll cop for that. But um, that that is part of it. We have to bear that in mind that. 
there are going to be decisions that are made that we can't influence. So, not only decisions you've got to come up against teams. We'll come up, we'll come up against teams that are better than us. Brentford, yeah. for example. Yeah, that's we've we've got to we've got to try, but it may come to a point in certain games where we just get done by a bit of quality. Yeah, these things happen. Yeah. Yesterday's an, yesterday's an, an example of we got done by a bit of quality. Yeah, there's other things that we could have done. But we did in the end get done by a bit of quality. Where we, if we had that quality in our team, we'd have won game or just yeah. got some other game. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I just felt a bit. I felt really down after the game. I think the Birmingham result didn't help either. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, feeling down about that. But at least if, if Coventry, if Coventry had won, we would be in such a hole. Yeah. Seven points off, six points off as close as rivals. I know you can see got four games in hand. If you're six points behind, you need to win two. Coventry. Three to Coventry, exactly. If, if that's the case, you need to win two of your games in hand which is unlikely yeah um yeah i don't know anyway but if we were on if we win, if we beat wickham and Coventry lose again and birmingham lose and derby lose and huddersfield lose and then we go beat huddersfield next saturday we're all laughing aren't we yeah, yeah absolutely um yeah it's just I, I i it felt very reminiscent i know it wasn't a 4-3 game it felt very reminiscent of good friday two years ago when we went to swansea and should have come out with something in the game, and our relegation rivals got a bit of luck and won. Yeah. There's, there's so many similarities to that situation. The, the um, thing is, this time we've got a lot more games to play after it. I also think then, we're stronger. Men- yeah. Mentally, I think we're stronger as well. 100%, yeah. 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 So, anyway, that's my depressing moment out of the way. Uh, I say that. Uh, Nick, have you done, done ref watch? Because if you want, I've got it in front of me. Yeah, it's the same one who refereed the Derby game, isn't it? I can't remember his name now. James Linnington. Yeah, he's Linnington. refed us twice this season. Linnington, apparently. Linnington. Uh, he refed us against Derby. He was the man that didn't give the yellow, second yellow card to whoever it were. I can't remember his name now. I think it was Polish, wasn't it? Polish guy. Yeah, Polish he guy, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Um, but, on board, but he also refed us when we beat Wickham 1-0. So we have a 100% win record whilst he's refed us this season. So... Um, based on his dive performance, he clearly doesn't want to give any big decisions, so don't expect any penalties on Monday yeah. for, for us. No, not for us. We'll the the uh, thing is, the, the, the referee on Monday is going to be caught between Devil and Deep Blue, so he, you know, who's he going to favour? Because they're both sides that, 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 that shouldn't really be in championship, so, um, you know, he might, we might end up even getting a, ref, a game referee fairly. Hmm. Could happen. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wickham, um, I have a, just very briefly because we're going along again, but Wickham's away record is the worst in the division. They only have two away wins all season. Um, and also on another positive thing, Wick, Wickham obviously won on Good Friday. The chances of them winning two games in a row is pretty slim. I, you know, I hope they don't listen to this and play this to the players. <laughs> but statistically, it's the same with us. The chance of us yeah. winning two games in a row is pretty slim. That's... If on that side, statistics are on our side. But as we all know, football isn't played through statistics. No. So we've got to go and earn the right to play, earn the right to win. And I'm sure, do you want, have you, do you want to give your predictions very quickly on the lineups? Because I said we were going to win you, then you, you just didn't. Ben, what's the lineup going to be? Uh, unchanged, apart from Barlasser out for Lindsay, in my opinion. And all of a sudden, back in if he's fit. But. I'd, uh, I'd be amazed if it's a bit to start. Yeah, I know. But apart from that, I wouldn't change it. Uh, so you keep, keep Freddie in? Yeah, yeah. I thought he played well. Nick? I'm going to go same. Same. Okay. I'm going to change oh. it and protect... Go on. 
No, I'm not. I'm going to drop Giles as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah. Bring, I'll bring Ben Wells back in if... Uh, or, oh, or, no. Or Trevor, Trev Clark. Clark, that's what I would say. That's what I'd do. I changed my answer. I think I'd probably give okay. Trevor Clark a start. And, uh, and, and Giles needs to come off come off, and go on bench. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd change midfield. I, I would I would drop Freddie. Not enough against for his performance, but I don't think... It, I think you get the best out of Crooks, and I think Crooks is more effective than Freddie going forward. So I'd take Freddie out and put Lindsay in. So you've got Barley's a Lindsay and Wing as you move through three. Bring Wiles in for if you want. I don't mind that. But... And then put Crooks as your, as your 10 right behind Smith. Uh, if all of a sudden he's fit playing, but I don't think he will be fit. Uh, I, I hope he'll be fit for the bench. But you never know, he might throw a complete wild card and he might go to a 4 4 2 and stick Chio and Blowjo in. Yeah, I, yeah. I would see that going, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Chio's clearly not fit, otherwise, Chio would have come on. I think, yeah, yeah. Friday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good to see Lindsay back on. I thought Lindsay did okay for the 25 minutes, whatever it was. I thought he did pretty well. Yeah, 100%. Definitely, definitely. Uh, cool. So, please subscribe to YouTube, subscribe to iTunes, follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, wherever you get anything. Um, please follow us on there. Download the fan app if you haven't already. Uh, we're now sixth in out of the ninety-two ranked six out of ninety-two um, on Fan Hub. So, thank you all. Mick had another poor weekend, I think. I went up a couple of places. Yeah. Up to eleventh now. I managed to get ten. I managed to predict ten out of eleven correct because loads more people have joined. I managed to go down table. Can you say? So yeah, do that, Um, and then we will be back on Wednesday probably. It's quiet week this week, isn't it? Let's be fair. You know, we've only got we've only got two games this week, so it's 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 a quiet week for us to be fair. So Uh, this will this will probably out on. Well, next episode we'll probably out on Wednesday reviewing the Wickham game possibly Tuesday if we can sort something out Monday night but I think that's unlikely uh, but then we'll be back out Friday morning for the preview of the Huddersfield game and then a lot we're on Sky as everybody's noticed three games in a row against Sky Coventry, Birmingham, Borough against Sky? So, yeah we're playing against Sky well you know it always sounds like it yeah. um, we're going to try and plan some watch longs for those but the timings of them Particularly the uh, game being played at six o'clock may not fit into our schedules, but we will try uh, if we can to arrange some watch longs because I know some people enjoyed those last time. So thank you all for listening, watching. Uh, please get involved in everything you need to. Thank you very much, Benny. It was great to have you back for a full episode today. Even if you did uh, fidget all over the shop. And Michael, Mickey, sorry. it's uh, It's been an absolute pleasure to have you with us. Oh, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to be here. I'm assuming we'll probably be doing a live show after the uh, Wickham game as well, possibly. What That's time is it? Sorry. What, what now? Time? No, the game. No, not now. <laughs> <laughs> not now. <laughs> uh, it's three o'clock kickoff. Oh, is it? Uh, I guess uh, I'm on a Monday. Mm. It's oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I keep forgetting. I've, I've got two weeks off for college, so I keep forgetting. Will you still be up at that time, Ben? Finishes about five-ish. Yeah. Thank you all. Yeah. Up the Millers. Uh, and we'll oh, see yeah. you all hopefully to look back at three three sunny points, hopefully. 
Cheers, Mick. Cheers, Ben. Cheers, guys. We'll see you all very soon. Ravel, ambitious.